A little bit of throwback queen bringing us into this episode of Cap Chat. Um, today I'm really excited to welcome a good buddy of mine, um, and I've actually been waiting a long time for this. We've uh, Patrick Carlin. Um, he's a senior golfer at Broughton, and we've I've you know been hitting Patrick up time and time again. Man, we we got to record a podcast, and we just couldn't get a date down until today. Um, when we got a date down, and we are here, and we're gonna break down a lot of cool stuff. Patrick joins us today after. Uh, winning the 4A Men's Golf Championship in Pinehurst uh, a couple weeks ago. And Patrick is a senior at Broughton, like I said before, and he'll be attending UNC with me next year where he uh, hosts to study business. And we're just going to go ahead and get right on into the, the good stuff here, um, kind of talk about uh, his championship run um, and his experience playing golf at Broughton. So we'll go ahead and get it going here. Uh, you've played golf your whole life. Aside from weekend tournaments where you would actually get money for winning on, like, the the amateur league. Um, does this com- does anything compare to winning a state title? I mean, honestly, not at all. I mean, the feeling and the support we got from all the fans at Broughton and just around the state is just incredible, and it's just been an amazing experience. Uh, is it safe to say this is probably the highest honor of your career? Oh yeah, I think it definitely is. I mean, I've had a lot of good accomplishments, but this has definitely had the best feeling, and I don't know. I just can't really describe how it feels. Uh, last year, uh, you went to, and so this was on Pinehurst number six this year. And last year, what number was it in Pinehurst? Was it, it was the same? Course. It was the same course. Okay. And last year, you didn't have the kind of the finish you wanted in states. Kind of what went wrong that you fixed this year, and did that performance last year kind of fuel you to get back this year? And how is your approach different this time around? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a really tough year. I think honestly, all the hype and pressure kind of just built up and. We, I think we honestly just peaked too early in the season as a team, and we all had so much pressure. I mean, you got to also think about a lot of our guys are trying to play college golf, and when coaches are out there and your coaches are putting pressure on you, your parents are putting pressure on you, I think really it all just built up for me especially, and I just didn't perform how I would like, obviously. And I think this year I kind of went into a more relaxed phase and kind of just tried to play and have fun. I think that eventually paid off in the end. I, as a you know third-party non-golfer, kind of see it as a lot like AAU, where you've got a lot of guys just trying to get exposure. Because, I mean, is, is it kind of like that with y'all, or is there a sense of unity among the team? No, I mean, honestly, in, the, in like the big picture, high school golf doesn't really matter in the recruiting process. And I guess you could say that a little bit about high school basketball as well. But, I mean... All of us play so much throughout the year that, like, this is kind of an opportunity for us to be together and work hard together and just um, achieve a common goal. And I think it's really cool. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's crazy these days with recruiting and stuff. But, I don't know, it's been a lot of fun. Patrick, for those that don't know, is a uh, obviously he's a fantastic golfer, but he's also a phenomenal student as well. All A's for the most part. Obviously, we got the senior slide here. We're both... <laughs> enduring that together um but uh for the most part phenomenal student was there a kind of a fork in the road in your thought process where you were like ah like am I good enough to kind of play college golf or did you just want to go to school and have the college experience no yeah definitely it's definitely been like kind of a weird kind of college process I guess I mean for the majority of my high school career I guess up until the end of junior year I was like all about college golf and I mean I always stayed on top of my grades because I knew that could be the deciding factor over another recruit. And eventually I realized that if I'm not going to go to play college golf at, like, for, say, Carolina or somewhere, I would be happy. 
I need to go somewhere where my academics are important. And I really realized that um, my academics were really the main reason I was going to school. And, like, I wasn't going to, I want to say, like, push it aside to play college golf, but kind of, I don't know, it's kind (laughs) of, I mean. I think people have this skewed interpretation of, you know, the life of a college athlete. Um, from, from what I can understand, it is completely different from being an actual student. Like, the amount of preparation, and obviously there's practice. I mean, at the high school level, there's practice in games, but just literally everything you do revolves around what sport you're playing. So it's, I, I remember one time Elijah Hood, who was a former UNC running back for Carolina, he tweeted out a screenshot of a week's schedule for him at Carolina. And this was in the off season, and it was like, wake up, you know, um, in six to seven, you know, wake up and get ready or whatever. And then it was class, two hours, and then 30 minutes lunch, study hall, workout, study hall again. And it's just the, obviously, uh, you know, studying and keeping up with your academics is a, a large part of college, but just the athletes, you go straight from, you know, study hall to film watching to all that kind of stuff. And I think that people oftentimes forget, you know, you are, you are there to play your sport primarily. And so, yeah, anything I mean, anything else just is kind of takes yeah, a backseat. It's really absurd. Like I, when I was younger, I didn't really realize the magnitude of like being a college athlete, and I think that also played a large part into my decision to not play next year. But I mean, it's just it's really insane. Like what those guys do, they're nonstop practicing or studying. Like I mean, they, it's basically a full time job, and like it's just really hard to maintain all that. So you, so we've actually got a Broughton alum on Carolina's golf team, Prior Found. Did you ever communicate with him about, you know, hey, man, like, is it worth trying to walk on or anything like that? Has he been could do that you've been in, in touch with about this? No, yeah, a lot of those uh, older guys that I was on the team with senior year, I mean freshman year, like Pryor and like Will Minton and Steven Salibi and all of them, they've really helped me a lot and given me a lot of advice about how college golf is and stuff like that. And, I mean, I don't know, it's just like, they kind of opened my eyes to everything, and they've been really good in helping me, like, just kind of formulate, like, what I want to do and where I want to be in the next four years. You know, golf is one of your greatest passions in life. Do you see yourself, obviously you're going to major in business at Carolina, but can you see yourself, you know, working in golf maybe down the road? necessarily see myself working in the golf business, but I think there's many, like, business opportunities I could have where I would be playing golf a lot and, like, with clients and stuff like that. And I think that's really cool, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely one of those life skills that won't, you know, leave you. Um, so Broaden actually has a golf uh, deep tradition of success in pumping out really successful ones like uh, Webb Simpson, Cyrus Stewart, and uh, Scott Hoke. Hoke. Hoke, okay. Is uh, is there a certain expectations that your coaches have to set for you guys, or is it kind of just you you know that anything less than a satile is unsatisfactory? Is it just like you get out there and kind of are on autopilot, or is there like a is the are the coaches in there kind of like doling out yeah, criticism I mean, and that kind of stuff? I'd say I came to Broughton and we had, uh, they had won two of the last three years, and so I mean it was basically just expectation to win, and it's been like that all my four years, and it's kind of crazy to think about, but I mean. They've just had such great tradition over the last, I mean, forever, really. And I just kind of, it was cool to be a part of that and finally win one. Yeah, I think it was especially obvious this past week than anything when Webb went up to, or not went up, went down to Jacksonville and led from wire to wire there at the Players' Championship. That was really special. I mean, for me as a student and, and for you, I've got to imagine that special being a broad and golfer. Um, 
I have a question for you that I actually haven't researched at all. Is are so belly putters or any type of restrictive movement with your clubs is banned on the PGA Tour? Is that banned at the high school level as well? Yes, it is. It's all like it's all levels of competition. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I know that I know that Webb had to make that switch from yeah. move it. Yeah. So all right. And then uh, I've got to throw this one in there just because I'm I'm a feral disciple myself. Um, but we've kind of talked about before on CapChat the impact of Coach Farrell's leadership and his relationship with his players being so good and so you know influential. For those that don't know, Coach Farrell is also a golf coach. In the past, he's also coached soccer. So he's coached three sports abroad and. I like to say he's the most versatile coach in, in high school athletics, but um, obviously that's up for some debate. But can you talk about not – I mean, what can you say about his his versatility and ability to, you know, kind of switch off and have not only success in basketball but golf as well? Oh, yeah, it's kind of awesome. I mean, he's been with us for, I think, I don't know if it's two or three years now, but he's really just a funny guy. He drives us around and – I don't want to say it like that, but he takes us to matches, and he's just a loose guy, and he just has fun with us and loves his motivational texts before rounds and stuff. I mean, he's a great guy to have around, and I honestly think he's been a big part of our success. Yeah, man. We, yeah. Chick Chick is, is the locker room guy. <laughs> he's he's the Vince Carter to the Kings. He is just – he is that guy. Um, so just kind of let's break down a little bit of, of this year's um, championship experience so we, you get there and day one y'all had a decent day and i think that you don't want to you know be it in first i mean in webb's case you, you i mean you always want to be in first but yeah. you don't want to play all your cards in one round and you guys found yourselves in second place was it three four strokes back four strokes, four strokes back, yeah. to Ardrick Hill, a charlotte-based school and as a captain what were you telling your guys going into day two and who stepped up to make that difference that would push you guys up to a three-stroke victory yeah, I mean, basically all year we knew we were one of the best teams in the state. We just had to play like it and act like it. And honestly, no disrespect to Audrey Kell, they kind of just came out of nowhere. No one really saw that coming. And we were four shots ahead, I mean, behind them. And we were six or seven behind probably the two best other teams in the state, Pinecrest and Myers Park. And we were pretty comfortable where we were because we were confident in our game. And we honestly knew if we just went out there on – Tuesday and played our best game we were going to win and we really were just I don't know we just kind of knew what we were what we were capable of and we got it done yes you did you did get it done and man was it the you know Patrick I, he walked in the next day to class and a lot of I, th- I think half of our class was absent and he was wearing his championship medal <laughs> around <laughs> the whole day and I looked at him and I said, "You are literally a king today. You are literally a king." And, and I, th- I think that he he had a he had a good outing there. And we what was it? Pete was second, right, for overall yeah, individual. He, he lost in a playoff for individual. Yeah, and and Patrick was within spitting distance of that too. I mean, you, you what tripled seventeen? Yeah, I, I lost my five shots. Yeah, um, so just a couple of sh- uh, strokes shy for for Patty, but. Um, yeah, just an amazing experience, not only for them, but, it, you know, representative of our school as well and something that we won't forget in a very long time. So I, that's kind of all I've got. Uh, I got one more question. Is is that can you see yourself joining the PGA Tour anytime soon? I mean. Like web.com or <laughs> playing for money anytime soon? I, mean, I guess you kind of answered that earlier, but I just had to throw yeah, it out there. I mean, could we see, like, a Favre scenario? Like, you, you come back? I never know, honestly. I mean, it's crazy, these guys these days. Like, people come out in their thir- mid-30s, and they just start winning. They're like, 
I mean, obviously a lot of young guys are winning now, and, like, it's the competition all around the world is just insane. Like, you just have to be so, so good to get out there and play well. And it's really – we don't do it justice to people like Webb and, like, other guys like that because they really have done so well in their sport. And, I don't know, it's just really tough. But, I mean, obviously I'd love to be out there one day, but I don't really know if I'm going to pursue that. <laughs> I think that – um one thing worth noting um, is that golf is so much more of a global game than other sports like basketball. I think that golf is a lot like tennis in the fact that more more uh, or other countries have a much more you know emphasis on golf as opposed to your basketball. You're just starting to see basketball becoming an impact on the global stage. I think the NBA is a big part in that and expanding you know games in Mexico City and having games in Shanghai and I hope that golf continues to, you know, push that on a global scale. And I think that it's cool to see, you know, local guys like Webb and, um, you know, Chesson Hadley, another Raleigh guy, uh, was up there on the leaderboard for a couple of days of the players. And I think it's just really cool to see guys that um, in some cases we, you know, have a personal connection with, you know, with Broughton um, winning on the global scale. So, Patrick, I want to say thank you for, for joining today. It was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. And, awesome. um, yeah, congrats on that championship, man. That's, that's a big deal. Thanks. Um, how many total do we have? We have 12. 12, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. That's so. big time, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's Patrick Carlin, ladies and gentlemen, a senior at Broaden High School, soon to be Tar Heel, like myself. Um, and that's all the time we have here on CapChat today. You can check us out on SoundCloud, or um, we are also now on iTunes, so just enter the podcast app and search either Trey Walker or CapChat, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. And you should hit the subscribe button and you will be notified whenever a new CapChat is posted. So thank you and uh, we'll see you very soon.